Okay, good morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as you can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, good morning to everyone. Hope you're all keeping well. I hope you had a good weekend. Um, let's see what this week um, shall bring us. Some interesting developments uh, overnight as we get to our trading desk today. So we'll have a look at what's going on in the oil markets and um, and just make sense really of of the the, the kind of the rally that we've seen. Uh, the late day rally we've really seen across the uh, the US markets on Friday evening or Friday afternoon. Um, so let's get straight into it then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets and uh, please take a brief moment to familiarize yourself with our risk warning currently up on the screen. Good morning, everyone. A few little gremlins in the system this morning. We had to uh, attempt to get started on, on a couple of occasions. So, um, Apologies for the delay. Right, okay, so all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade, where do we enter, where do we exit these markets with a high degree of consistency? How do we manage risk um, prior to entry? Uh, trade management as well, we're in a couple of profitable trades at the minute, we'll have to uh, um, uh, discuss kind of what we do now at this stage. So we'll, um, we'll go through all of that. Um, trading psychology as well, very important facet of these markets. And we address these considerations every day with every trade we get into uh, in our live trade rooms. And we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined and also patient as well. Okay, so let's get straight into it then. So Um, so if we go, it's probably worth just touching upon last, um, so Friday was the last day of the trading month, the trading week, of course, and, and also uh, the trading quarter. So it was also going to be an interesting trading day. Um, not necessarily ultra productive, but, um, it proved pretty productive in the end. We had, um, if we go back to was it yeah consumer confidence the consumer is really quite strong in the us um then we'll look at unemployment claims are also very very low um and very much in line with this uh strong jobs market in the us 
The final GDP number coming in slightly less than expected. We're wondering if we'd get a small deviation off that number. Normally it comes in pretty solid, but um, you know, uh, GDP coming in lower than expected. And then we had this interesting um, inflation number for the Fed. So we're expecting 0 0.4 and we saw 0 0.3. So we're thinking, okay, Right, we can stick with our uh, US indice buy trades and um, and FTSE as well. We were quite comfortable being in those markets because of that. And um, you know, nothing happened for a period of time, and then we just started to see prices, you know, really extend themselves quite considerably. So that's how we closed the month in a really positive fashion across the US markets. Um, just to discuss a couple of things, really, um, today we've got, well, there's a there's a bank holiday across the Chinese markets for the next few days, but um, uh, as far as today's news events concerned, we've had uh, CPI, uh, Swiss inflation numbers coming in lower than expected. So there's definitely a global improvement on inflation, it seems. The cat amongst the pigeons has been this OPEC JMMC meetings. Um, if you guys remember, uh, Oil prices were kind of around $100 per barrel when uh, Biden announced his uh, strategic oil reserve uh, commitment to the markets, injecting uh, 1 million barrels per day. Um, we've had a bit of a reversal of a sort of oil policy now. Um, we've obviously reached you know, very significant lows. We're certainly we're way off the, the highs, $120, $125. We were sort of down around uh, 65 I think. We'll have a look at the chart in just a second. But um, we're now sort of bouncing higher uh, again. So, um, and we've seen OPEC restrict oil supply by 1.1 million barrels per day. And this is at a time when China's reopening as well. So there's an increase of demand from China and OPEC are, are cutting supply really quite considerably. So um, we we need to see what the political fallout of something like that is, but clearly um, there is a, a bit of a move against the US. Um, so we're gonna be interested to see how the US will, will respond now at this stage. So, um, so we've got this manufacturing number this afternoon. Uh, services uh, had been performing and, and expanding quite well but it's the manufacturing side of the economy which is uh, which is really struggling and that's what this ism manufacturing pmi number is suggesting um that there is contraction across manufacturing and you know stuff like that can build up a, a significant amount of pace we're expecting another 15 basis point rate hike from the rba that continuing to push um these numbers higher and we're going to have a uh, job opening numbers Again, very, very high. We're still around two jobs available per person in the US for unemployed person in the US. So um, a sizable um, number of jobs available. And that just strengthens the, uh, the jobs market. And really what it boils down to is, you know, is the economy strong enough to support, firstly, the rate hikes that have already occurred? Um, and I think the answer broadly is yes, there is sort of areas of concern. Um, however, the um, you know, will they be able to to, to put up with, um, will it be able to sort of retain, you know, further rate hikes, which is very much expected. Now, 
depending on which indicators you use, the answer is still potentially yes. So, um, and the problem is now with inflation is that it's the core inflation that has been um, been the problem. So that's that's not really reduced that much, and is still very very alarmingly high. So the inflation excluding, uh, sorry, um, including oil and and food, uh, has come down quite a lot. But now with this with this news event from from um, OPEC and, and JMMC oil producing countries, uh, this restriction of supply is likely to push oil prices higher. So we can keep an eye out for that trade. We can look to get in on that trade. Um, but let's see what the response is from the US because it's going to be quite interesting. Just to let you know, this, this weekend obviously is Easter weekend coming up. We've got Good Friday and, and Bank Holiday Monday. So, you know, we'll, we'll take a long weekend this week. Um, it's it's often not really worth trading very very light markets. There are uh, first of all they might not move for hours and hours and hours, and then you might get a lot of erratic price action. So let's wait for the whole markets to come back. But what it does mean is we get a long weekend this weekend. So that's hopefully a little bit of good news um, and take a little bit of a break. These are quite sort of these markets are a little bit on the bunker side. Um, I'm sure you're probably familiar with that yourself. So we're able to sort of benefit from, you know, a good few days of, of bullish price action and, and Friday afternoon and, and evening, it was really quite bullish. Now, what we can't really get our head around at the minute is, is, is the dollar. So this is, I mean, it's, it's, it's looking constructive in some markets, a bit of a strong rollover against the euro, a uh, bit of strength there against the pound. Um, uh, just from a, a general overview perspective, it's um, not too sure where we're at um, in terms of the, I suppose, the market fundamentals. Um, we had mentioned in markets like the um, the Nasdaq uh, above thirteen thousand is is a is a decent trigger price, and I know many of you were able to get into that. Um, but this is the last uh, two, four, six, seven, eight hours of the trading day. So it closed at 10 o'clock. So from from two o'clock um, onwards, you know, we saw just higher highs all the way up to the highs and it closed at a high as well. So we're still in these markets and um, probably just worth holding fire. We, we're going to be mitigating risk on the trade. So there's we're going to make sure we remove any kind of risk on the trade so that bringing our stop loss up so we're going to do that now shortly when we switch rooms um but we've mentioned this uh sort of structural failure and the potential importance of it uh, across the us indices and that's pretty much what we're seeing you know structural failure trades and then a lot of volatility driving prices higher now they're, they're pushed higher on on for grounds that we're we're not um, necessarily in agreement, um, meaning that our, you know, we think this market needs to digest some important realities, which it's just not doing. So this resilience is really quite quite impressive, really. Um, 
So let's uh, let's see let's see where we go from here. So our bias can still remain to the upside uh, in these markets. Um, so this is the uh, this is the um, this is the Nasdaq. There's that. Well, this is a lot of sideways moving price action. And, and then we made some strong progress to the upside. Um, so our bias can still remain relatively bullish. The oil picture can put a bit of a spanner in the spokes because um, increasing oil prices can obviously then impact the bottom line for these, uh, for these corporates. And uh, we think inflation pushing higher, oil prices pushing higher. You know, dollar weakening these are all things that are you know let's just say a concern for these markets so um we can be quite nimble we're certainly willing to to ride this bullish price action um first things first is that we mitigate we take risk off the table and uh, we'll see where we get with these markets kind of a strange dynamic uh, at the minute Even the, um, this is turning into quite a strong V-shape move really across the Nikkei, which probably a little bit further upside to be expected. A bit of a rollover off Bitcoin, but we're just creating floors and ceilings really uh, between 26,000 and 29,000, let's say. So indices, we can still have a, a bit of a, a bullish bias um, elsewhere across commodities so this is your big jump you know over the weekend as a result of um opec jumping in oil prices um very likely to continue to be fair i suppose what the markets are probably thinking about at this stage is uh Is the US response and it's look like it's interesting to see, you know, prices just kind of run into that $81 level. So we traded back above last week and we were, we had a lot of resistance around these levels, finished quite strong with the US industry markets as well, all finished strong and then this massive gap to the upside. So, um, technically a bit of a tough one to get into now it's just rolling back over so will we close the gap and will will we hear it'd be interesting to see what us's response is uh, to that move from opec you know because they could tap into their strategic oil reserves again we would assume uh, to a certain degree so um uh will they be able to offset any of it we, we're wondering so um oil it's in this strong sideways moving pattern. Um, quite a lot of these markets are. I just kind of on the messy side. So it looks like there's a bit of upside. There's a bit of yen weakness. Let's just get a little bit of a handle on the yen. How is it performing against the, the dollar? So the dollar is stronger. So the yen is one of the weaker markets out there. The opportunity is, is not great for the yen. 
This is still technically just a pullback off the low. So we'd expect another attempt to push to the downside. Um, I'm just not too sure whether that will strengthen or weaken. So kind of a lack of clarity really um, across the dollar. The dollar could easily weaken across these markets. Uh, there's some strength there against the Swiss franc. Then look, two, four, six, eight, ten. You know, kind of eleven days in a pretty, pretty tight range. Pretty tight range there. Dollar CAD. The downward move in in the CAD has been have been quite significant. It's been uh, again this strong support, which has just kind of traded through. It looks like we've run into the two are very close to running into two hundred period moving average there. So. It's really, do we get the corrective move or do we get sort of a further continuation? It's, it's a bit of a tough call now down at these lows. The Aussie dollar sideways and the the New Zealand pretty sideways. So there's a distinct kind of lack of clarity. Euro pound as well, it's not a great quality opportunity. We keep an eye on the yen just for some yen weakness, but um, not really bending over backwards to get into it. Uh, so we're left with oil. Um, uh, and we're left with further upside across the US indices and, and um, we can certainly project that kind of view really at this stage. Uh, sorry guys, we're going to switch rooms now in just a couple of seconds. Uh, so currently up on screen, today's trade plan. Um, so yeah suppose they are still quite mixed we're still we still got our foot on the brake if that makes sense so we're not we're not full tilt in any way shape or form but um i think mild risk on market conditions is probably probably where we're at um if we remove the word the word mild so we've got mixed mixed stroke risk on market conditions uh us indice strength FTSE strength um, and I think we'll just stick uh, U.S. oil in there. U.S. oil. So you know we've seen U.S. oil once. It, once it broke higher, we've seen it sort of uh, you know roll over to the downside. So we're looking for, I suppose, structural failure trades to the upside. Um, so yeah, we were interested to see how, how we might get some some strange price action. The price action we saw on Friday was was a million miles away from what we what we would normally see on the end of a um, uh, a trading quarter. But um, so this is pretty much where we're at, guys. We're looking for some strength across the U.S. indices, also the FTSE to strength continue its progress for a little bit longer. Uh, we've got some strong resistance, not not too far away, and U.S. oil waiting for that market to roll back over as well. Um, we, we need to just monitor the dollar and the yen just to see where we're at. So great stuff. On that note, guys, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up. We'll switch rooms now. We're still sort of in this kind of risk on market phase as things currently stand. So we'll, we'll discuss it in a little bit more detail uh, when we switch rooms. So on that note, thanks so much for joining us. We'll, um, we'll let you go. For more information, uh, we do trade live at 8 a.m. every morning and again at 12.45. So for more information, just go to our website, thelivetrader.com, and we'll speak to you soon. 
All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure, guys. Take care. We'll